Welcome to You Need a Therapist Podcast. I'm your host, Ray. And I'm your host, Kay. Here, you can find two friends chatting away about life's ups and definitely the downs. But let me tell you now, stop putting all that weight on your friend's shoulder. You need some help. Because you're my friend, I don't mind telling you. Friend, you need a therapist. Because life is too complex for me to figure out mine on top of yours. So with that being said, let's kick off this week's episode. Deserve it, blew a bag on that pussy cause he know I'm worth it Maybelline cover girl for certain And my body on point, they be like who's just searching Turns out, I'm never in a drought And from what these niggas say, I look better in person I'm already getting used to the lurking Man, these bitches can't stop, they the regular version Whips German, coins, I earned them Bitches, baby daddies, I'm still perfect Hundred thousand dollar car, just to slam the doors in Made him quit the drink cause it was fucking up his organs Niggas act like you trip, but they say they want Hello everyone, welcome to this week's episode of You Need a Therapist Pod It's me, Kay And it's your girl, Ray Hey, Ray, Ray, how you doing this week? I'm good, I'm good, how you doing? No, we here. We vibing. What's Period. going on with you? Uh, let's see. What's new? Mm, what is new? Girl, nothing. Work. Wow, 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 Oh, that's it. That's it. I don't. Yeah, I don't think nothing new going on really. Um, pretty much the same over here. Work. Work. Oh, but you to prepare for a freaking deployment, so work. You a lot busier than me. So this week with my therapist, like I was fully preparing to like have a deep dive into the stuff we've been working on with like my issues with men and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was telling homegirl, you know, work is stressing me out, sis. Like, I don't know my head from my ass right now. Like, and she completely just did a whole 360 and said, we're going to pull this bad boy on over and we're going to work on some um, techniques to help you manage this stress because I can see it all in your face, baby girl. Oh, yeah. Let's, stressed. Let's, <laughs> let's fix the now and we'll go back to the past later. Yeah. And so we pulled over on the side of the road or whatever. And, you know, she offered some different techniques to help manage the stress and anxiety that I was dealing with, with mm-hmm. work. Um, so, yeah, shout out to my therapist because she knew what I needed, even though I didn't want it. And I was like, no, let's let's keep working on this stuff. She was like, no, we need to focus on this. Yeah. You need to, you know, woosah. Because this is like, more you know so. What? at the forefront of your mind right now so let's yeah let's fix this you kind of been living with that other trauma already so we can go back to that (laughs) we gonna get we gonna get back to that believe me but right now we need to focus on this and so yeah that's what we did she helped your girl with some breathing techniques some and you know I be thinking I be knowing everything but I really don't know everything and Mm -hmm. she helped me with so she was like do you know how to you know breathe and I was like yeah shit I know how to breathe shit don't you we here she was like no I'm talking about deep belly breathing Mm -hmm. to help you relax and I was like yeah I know how to take a woosa you know I can feel myself getting stressed she was like no you need to breathe like this to help you calm down I was like 
Oh, she had me sitting on there practicing too, girl. And I was like, you know what? You're right. Fill up all <laughs> the air in your lungs. Mm-hmm. Put it all out. Mm-mm. All right. I'm, I'm listening. I'm here with you now. Yeah. That, <laughs> but, um, yeah. I downloaded an app called Insight Timer. I really like it. And it gives a lot of uh, um, guided meditations, like music, and it gives like some, well, if you get the free version, you get free courses. And then there's some other courses too that you can pay for, like to help mm-hmm. you with like specific thing things. And one of them I did start, which I started it and clearly I'm a squirrel and just hadn't went back to it. But one of them I started was the one that helped me with feminine energy. And it's, it was basically a 10 day guided course on tapping into your feminine energy. That's so friend. that and it also helps you with belly breathing. Some of it does like some of the guided meditations that ha- has you inhale, exhale, like truly relax and like loosen your jaw and like, I don't know. I'll be sleeping about 10 minutes. So I don't get through Girl. the whole hour of it. So <laughs> how you gonna do a meditation? Your ass be falling. It asleep. did its job, friend. I'm sleep peacefully. Oh my goodness. I'm asleep. Yes. But mm-hmm. Okay. So let's get into this week's episode called Discipline. Because that's you a have word. Discipline. <laughs> that's a word. Um, do I have discipline? I think, do I have discipline? I have discipline when it comes to certain dicks. Oh, most okay. dicks. You know what? <laughs> most dicks, I have discipline. Oh, goodness. Okay. So this week we're going to be talking about celibacy. Um, as of right now, both of us have made the decision the decision words to um, be celibate. Um, I don't know how long you were planning on doing your celibacy. Well, girl, that's a part I haven't even <laughs> discovered myself. And I'm working so, on. Let's go into the why and I'll let you go first to okay. explain why you decided to do this celibacy journey. All right. So. My why, I guess, for the celibacy journey is one, not only to support you in it, because I know your why, but mm-hmm. while supporting you, I've kind of been in a funk of like, I don't really know like what drives me and what I'm passionate about. And so... I figured I go through this journey to try to figure out what my purpose in life is because I don't know. Like I I have no, Mm -hmm. I honestly can't think of anything that I'm passionate about and like what drives me. Like I know things that make me happy, but I don't know of things that I do that gives me purpose and so I'm choosing to do this celibacy process as a way to tap into that. And some people might ask, like, what does celibacy have to do with, like, you trying to figure out what your purpose in life is? It's more so of me trying to master 
discipline in my life mm-hmm. because I'm very scatterbrained and like I'll start something, but I won't finish it. Or I'll say I'm going to do something and I procrastinate and I never really do it. So mm-hmm. I feel like because I am a sexual being and I, I'm highly sexual, like if I can conquer being celibate, then I feel like it could flow over into like my personal goals and stuff for life. And it gives me, I feel like it will give me more time to focus on that as well. Do you feel like sex is a distraction for you? So for me, I don't think. I, I guess it can be in the sense of like, if you are talking to someone Mm-hmm. You want to please them. You want to make them happy. And so you put your time into it. You put your time into them, rather. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel like I have an unhealthy relationship with sex. I feel like it can be a distraction as far as time, if that makes sense. I don't know. It does. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Yeah. So what's your, what's your why? So my why, and I've mentioned it like briefly on the show a couple of times, but haven't really like taken a deep dive into it. So basically 2020 for relationships was trash. And I was dealing with someone and I'm grateful for the... I'm grateful for him because dealing with that situation forced me to look at myself. And had that situation not happened the way that it did and the time that it did, I don't think that I would be here. I don't think that I would be doing the work, seeing a therapist, and trying to actually deal with my issues. For that reason, I am grateful for that relationship and that encounter that I had because it forced me to to take a look at myself. And so basically, I'm doing this because I'm trying to stop a cycle. And, and there's layers to why I've decided to be celibate. But the the main purpose was because I really wanted to take this time to work on myself. And so I said that I was going to be celibate for a year, for one year at the, at the minimum. Now, if it lasts longer than that, then it just lasts longer than that. But for me to kind of feel like, okay, I've really done this necessary work on myself to heal from my past, to take a break from men, I, I wanted to set this time for a year. And I just realized that I keep dating the same dudes and I keep dating the same type of man. And that at some point I have to realize that, okay, okay, you can't blame it all on the men. Like at some point you have to take responsibility for yourself and figure out why you keep attracting this type of man. Um, And the biggest thing is that I, I have daddy issues. I didn't know my biological father. And so for me, I just always equate that to me seeking men that were not available. 
And then it wasn't until a week or two ago that the father figure that I do have in my life, um, I came to the realization that even though he's great and we have an amazing relationship to this day, even though he and my mom are not still together, but his role, and, and I didn't even realize this, but subconsciously, like, him and my mom were never married, and I didn't find out until later when I was older that the reason that they never got married was because he had a wife. <laughs> and well. so, like, and then that's the same situation that I was dealing with. And, like, subconsciously, like, that was just the type of man that I was attracted to, the men that were not fully available. And it wasn't until, like, a couple of weeks ago where that shit really dawned on me that, I always just equated my issues to not knowing my biological father. I never related my issues to the father figure that I did have and the role model that I did have. And so the um, biggest impact that the father that was in your life had the biggest impact on you versus the one who was absent. Yeah. And so that was like, I don't know, mind blowing when I did put two and two together And another reason why I decided to do this, though, also is for spiritual reasons, just because whether you are religious or spiritual or whatever, I don't think that there is any denying that sex is something powerful Mm. and that that energy exchange that you have with another person is is intense it's powerful and so when you have multiple sexual like encounters with people you taking on that energy whether it's good energy or bad energy and if you don't do the work on yourself to clear that out you can be carrying on somebody's bullshit nay baggage and I know that's kind of woo woo crazy talk but I believe that those energy exchanges that you have with somebody else, you you carry that shit with you. Like if somebody toxic and got a nasty attitude and you fucking them and you sleeping with them, like you gonna pick up that shit, you yeah. know? Especially as women being the one that are receivers, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why that I was just like, I need to take this break and kind of just clear myself and really focus on myself. Um. What's the longest you've ever been without sex? So that's another thing also. Like, I'll probably say the longest time that I've gone without sex is probably, I don't know, anywhere between three to six months. Whether it was on purpose. Now, that's, that's the thing. It was never intentional. It was just probably in between relationships or in between dating somebody. Right. So the longest I've ever been was a year and a half now I don't think it started off as a it well I know it didn't start it off I don't think it did started off as an intentional thing it's just something that happened and Mm -hmm. I just abstained from having sex I guess (laughs) one because of options (laughs) <laughs> and then <laughs> don't get me wrong if I wanted sex I could get sex like yeah easy whatever but I don't like you get over that hump and it's like eh, why yeah. 
why at that point but I've never like what we're doing now is creating like a self-induced like I'm not having sex no matter who comes along type of thing now I'm not gonna see this is the part where I'm like kind of iffy about and where you've like made a distinct I'm not dealing with men for a year I have not set a time limit on mine however I'm being rational too that three months is probably not a good enough time for me to find my purpose in life and stuff like that and Mm -hmm. I'm choosing to continue to date and so if I date someone and I feel like it's just right then I might I might have sex. You gonna leave me high and dry? I said, friend, might look now, <laughs> now might. Um, so, so <clears throat> do you think? I guess do you think it's a difference between being abstinent and then being celibate? Yes. So I feel like abstinence is more <clears throat> abstinence is more of a okay. Celibacy is connected to me to a journey. Mm-hmm. Abstinence is not. Being celibate is the intention mm-hmm. on not having sex. When you be in abstinence, it's just like it ain't no option. So you just not having right. sex because you don't have anybody to have sex with. If the person presented themselves and you decide to have sex, then you're going to have sex. Oh, and if not... Like, so you call it my journey, an abstinence journey. It might be. Well, no, know. because there's some intent <laughs> behind it. There's some intent. You're doing it for a reason. Right. It's just that if someone comes along, then your reasons may change or you may have sex or whatever the case is. But like... Don't um, get me wrong. It's not going to be like one of them. I'm not choosing like if I meet somebody and like on that first night or whatever, like, <laughs> oh, it just feels right. So I'm going to have sex. No, it's not going to be that. Like I'm mm-hmm. going to be well connected to this person before I be like, okay, now I'm ready to have sex. Like that's going to be that journey. And honestly, me presenting to them when I do meet them, like, hey, I'm celibate, and their reaction out of it is going to tell me a lot about our our relationship. So you either with it or you're not. Yeah. I'm not asking you to be celibate with me, but respect my journey. So Yeah, so one thing that I do want to make clear, like, if someone does come into my life and is interested in me in a romantic way. Like, I'm going to let them know, like, okay, it's cool. Thanks. for You know, I'm glad that you're interested. However, I'm celibate and I'm not trying to quote unquote date right now. You're more than welcome to be friend zoned. Mm. If you're okay with being friend zoned and getting mm. to know me on a basic level, then that's fine. Just know that sex is out. Like all of that is out. So if you still want to stay here, then you can stay. You can be my friend, but that's it. Like 
And if later on down the road something happens, then great. But if not, then I made a friend. And any respectable man, I believe, should be okay with that. Like, okay, cool. She's not ready for that right now. Why not Mm -hmm. be? It's not like you're losing me. Like, why not be my friend? Whenever I did decide to be celibate, the person that I was dating didn't have the greatest reaction to me telling him that, hey, I'm going to be celibate. Trash. Um, well, for other, well, that reason he was trash, but for other reasons he was <laughs> trash also. <laughs> But basically, he was just telling me that, oh, you're selfish. You made this decision without me, uh, blah, blah, blah. Like, bro. bitch, what? Who? Why do I have to Making a decision you? about my body. My personal journey. Who are you? That don't have shit to do with you, sir. Are you, you my, my husband? That's what no. I said. You ain't my man. <laughs> so, you're not even my boyfriend. <laughs> Nothing. So... Why are we having this discussion? He later came back and tried to apologize and clean it up, but he ended up going away anyway because because he thought he was losing it. He and lost he a was. whole bunch of shit, including his mind. <laughs> <laughs> he did. He did. Um, and you handled all I gotta say is you handled that situation like a champ, friend. You know what that's called, friend? That's called growth. Oof. That's what that's called. Uh, Gross. Girl. Uh, <laughs> um, so that being said, what does celibacy look like for you? Like, what is All right. that? So for me, I'm gonna masturbate. <laughs> I'm gonna get it in. However, you almost I made do... me spit out my wine. I'm sorry. Just... <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> I'm going to masturbate. However, I do know I can go overboard (laughs) when I masturbate, like laying in bed all day. You know how you have that when you meet somebody and y'all having that that first time sex and y'all just that that first week, y'all just rabbits all week, just just in the mm -hmm. bed. That honeymoon. I I do that with myself a lot (laughs) (laughs) by myself. Hey, so with it. I know I can go overboard. Mm-hmm. So with that said, I'm going to restrict the amount of times and the time mm-hmm. that I spend doing that because the whole purpose of this journey is to use that time for more productive things and finding my my purpose. So yes, that's I'm going to masturbate. I will date. (laughs) I will kiss. However, there will be no penetration and no oral. Giving or receiving. (laughs) Giving or receiving. I was about to ask. Okay. Because. To me, that's like, that's. If I do it. That's a slippery slope. Like. That's what I'm saying. If I do that, then I might as well. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Like, Listen. If, if, if we in there, then we might as well just go ahead and do the, the whole thing. Like, don't be giving me the appetizer when you're not going to feed me and you know I'm hungry. Like, right. Right. But <laughs> I just know my limits. And if I do that, then I'm going to want the full shebang. So, 
Yeah. So speaking of limits, like that's one thing that I haven't, I've thought about a little bit, but like, who knows how long this may go. I may decide like once I hit that year mark, I'm going to be like, okay, you know what? I'm doing good. I don't want to be so, I don't want to have sex until I get married. Like, and in the dating process, like how do you set limits? Like, so if you start dating, what's going to be like your, your hard limit? Like, okay, we can't spend a night with each other. Or if we spend a night with each other, we can't sleep in the same bed or like stuff like that. Like, how is that going to work? Well, I think with this journey as well and growing and learning that self-discipline, you begin to, to know those limits. And I know sometimes when I kiss, like it can mm-hmm. arouse me and bring up things and that could be a hard limit. Mm-hmm. However, I like kissing. I just got to know when to stop. That's the thing. Like I got to know when to so stop. One of the and things that I thought about is that like when I do start dating again, like drinking for me, if I'm in a social yeah. setting and I'm drinking, like <laughs> just go home, I'm, sis. Just go yeah, home. like so, like one of those things is like okay, so if I'm on a date, like maybe not drink at all, maybe just have one glass of wine. Like if I'm out with people and I know somebody's gonna be there, like. Do I drink? Do I not drink? Because when I get a little alcohol in my system, I be ready to go. Right. Like, who are you telling? Who are you telling? You, especially your little aggressive ass. Like, <laughs> I be ready to go. Like, mm-hmm. so that's one of those things that I'm definitely going to have to consider once I do start dating again is like knowing my limits, like knowing like, okay, we dating, we cool, but ain't no Netflix and chilling. Like, no. No. <laughs> yeah, that's a hard limit. Unless I yeah. know this man is a very respectable man and he has like limits. Like, you know, some guys who are, they're just going to try you and you have to tell them no. Mm-hmm. Whereas there are other men, I've slept in the same bed with men and they not try me. We just go to sleep just fine and wake up just fine. Like, can you cuddle? Yeah. Okay. It depends. <laughs> it de- and I think that's that's really it's on both parties, but I think uh, I was about to say that's kind of more on the men, but no, it's it's on us too cuz you know you do that I little that little booty tooch. Scoop you do. <laughs> you got to be careful toot. with that little toot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm I'm um, good for a little a little toot. A little toot, and I separate the legs and, and stick oh, it out like okay. that. Okay, and next thing you know, you got to... What was the It could be a multitude of things, friend. What was that sound effect? Could have been a multitude of things. Do it again. Do it again. <laughs> okay, you know what? You always take shit too far. Um... So for me, celibacy looks like, like I said, no sex for at least a year, no dating. And the reason that I said no dating is because like one of my therapy sessions, I came to the realization that like 
since I have been dating from like age 14 to now age 30, there has never really been a time where I wasn't dating, talking, in a relationship with someone for like longer than a three month period. There have always, it's always been somebody. And even if it wasn't anything serious, it I could just be talking to someone, just entertaining someone, but there was never a time where I was just completely alone and did not have any romantic interest at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, damn, like, do I really know how to be by myself? Mm. Like, do I really know how to just be alone and not entertain somebody? And so this this is also a big part of I think my healing process and not dealing with with men and truly getting to know myself. What the hell are you looking at? Can I go get a I'm hot. Can I go get a scrunchie or something? I'm hot and I keep trying to I don't know if you see me. I keep trying to pin my hair up and it's I'm, go ahead, friend. Go okay. ahead. <laughs> I was looking behind me to see if I had a bow thing. What the hell wrong with you? You know what I think it is, too? I got these damn what? Ugg slippers on. Girl, and my take that shit starting off. to sweat. <laughs> take that shit off. The Uggs, man, whoever came up with Uggs, they, they the truth. The Australians. Oof. It ain't even right. cold in Australia. Why they come up with Uggs? <laughs> That's hilarious, but that's the truth. I didn't even think about that. It ain't cool. Yeah, okay. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Back to our regular scheduled program. So, yeah, so that's another reason why I really just don't want to date during this process either. It's so that way I can really get to know who Kayana is and get to know Kay without having the distraction of a man or somebody that's interested in me because. One thing about me is that when I like somebody or when I like a thing just in life in general, I have a very um, obsessive personality trait. So when I like something and when I want to learn something, I kind of just like drown myself in whatever that is. Like, for example, when I was trying to learn how to crochet, like that was literally everything that I was thinking about, everything that I was doing, like when I got off, I'm fucking crocheting and, you know, and that's the same way that I am when I'm, yeah, trying to master it, trying to learn it. And that's the same way that I am with a person that I'm interested in romantically. Like I will put all of my time kind of into that person and trying to learn that person, trying to let that person learn me. And I kind of lose focus on, myself a little bit in a sense and so that's why I think this this particular part is important for me to not date during this time so that way I can truly get to learn myself um as far as the masturbation part uh. <laughs> um so we we approaching that three month mark where, you know, being intentional, being celibate, and have I masturbated up to this point? Yes, I have. Mm. Am I going to continue? Yeah, probably. 
<laughs> um, but like you said, just putting a limit on that and not overdoing it because I don't want to take away from the process. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that makes sense, but I'm, I'm yeah. very sexual. I, I enjoy sex like most people do. Yeah. Um, sometimes you just need to knock the edge off. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that it helps me. I don't know about for you, but it helps me not want to seek other people for it. Like, yeah, masturbating. Um, Some people it makes them want it more. And that's no. how I am. That's See, how I am, and that's one I'm of the reasons the why I think I have to be careful. No, <laughs> that's one of the reasons why I have to be careful because I'm. I'm like, I get a little bit, I be wanting some more. Like, I'm like a crackhead. Like, I, you give me a little hit. Like, I be trying, <laughs> trying to get some more. <laughs> so that's one of the things I have to be careful with because, yeah, I I like to say that I have self-control. And I think I'm pretty disciplined in certain areas. But sex, I don't know. We working on it. We getting through it. Yeah. Um. So what do you... At the end of this process, at the end of this journey, how do you want, like, how do you see yourself? What do you expect to gain out of doing this? So, I guess for what I'm doing, only, I guess, time will tell. Um, But ultimately, I want to find myself enjoying doing things that give me a purpose not just because it makes me happy like I said before I know I can do Netflixing and sitting on the couch all day makes me happy but it gives me no kind of purpose it gives me no purpose cooking in my own kitchen it makes me happy doesn't really I don't have a purpose behind it like nothing it doesn't give me that purpose or whatever so me being able to find something that I can like just attack for life. And that's, and that's what I want. Like some people are born and like, they just know like, this is what I'm going to do. This is why I live. Like when I die, like this is going to live on and my kids, kids and blah, blah, blah. I have no freaking idea what my purpose on this earth is for. I, don't, I have okay. no idea right now, but yeah, like yeah. most people, they don't really know. And not to say that people have everything. No. And like people who even know, they even come to these, like these crossroads where they're like, is what I'm doing really fulfilling my purpose? Like, mm-hmm. I feel like people have this normal thing, but like, I have no, <laughs> I literally have no idea. And so just finding something that makes me happy while also giving me purpose. But only time will tell. Yeah. I think that this is just going to be part of my healing process and kind of working through that childhood stuff that I've been dealing with for a long time that's been causing me to repeat certain behaviors. Um it's just all a part of the process that working with my therapist and taking the time to myself, I think 
is just all part of my healing process. And it's something that I, I have to do in order to level up, in order to get to the, the next part of my life mm-hmm. and to live in my purpose and to live my best life and be the best version of myself. Because I can say, like, honestly, over these last three months, I've noticed a big difference in how I move and how I deal with people. Um, my discernment, just, just looking at things a lot differently. And it's, it's really spilling over into every, almost every part of my life, like at work, like just the way that I handle people and I deal with people is a little bit different now. So yeah, hopefully at the, at the end of this, I can have not completely healed, but gotten to the point where I'm able to to move past it and date. And when I do start dating, be in a healthy place. I, I think you will. You just yeah. have that type of personality to where like, you'll get over this. So with that being said, benefits. Have you noticed anything so far since you've been celibate I don't know so I don't even know if this has anything to do with celibacy but Mm -hmm. just having having this podcast has Mm -hmm. helped me not to say like this is like this is gonna be my life thing or whatever but having (laughs) this has helped me plan and focus on something and actually do something that I said I was gonna do and want to build it and wanting it to grow which means I'm better able to like focus on it just having that which I feel like will help me get to my actual what I whatever I deem my purpose is in my life so I don't necessarily know if celibacy has helped with that Uh, I don't know I'm feeling more creative I don't know hopefully me like being celibate will help me tap into it harder but honestly I can't say if celibacy has created that I don't I think having this podcast has definitely created that for me so can I get into my woo-woo real quick yes go so you know how I am so the you know about chakras all Mm -hmm. that stuff right okay Mm -hmm. so and I'm not sure exactly what chakra, but like your, I think it's the orange one. I don't know which one, the one right above the root chakra, but that's like the one where. Stomach, the one in your stomach? Nah, that's oh, the, the yellow root. one. Oh. The root is the red, the orange is like the, the sexual part. Oh, okay. And that is also your creative part. The way, where your, <clears throat> your sexual energy comes from is also your creative chakra and so when you said that you feel like you're more creative now that you're not having sex and that sexual energy is kind of like bound up in a way you're able to be more creative I could be completely fucking wrong somebody's gonna be like what is this girl talking about (laughs) woo-woo chakras whatever but I've heard that before so whenever I decided to do this whole celibacy journey 
I got on YouTube and I'm looking at people who's gone through it. And I'm pretty sure I heard one of those YouTubers say that, that when they stopped having sex, that they were able to be more creative. And like, I think the guy was an artist, like some type of music artist or something like that. And he was just like that his productivity and all of these things started to change in his life when he stopped having sex. Mm. And to me, I was like, yo, that, that makes sense. Like now that we both stop having sex, like most of our energy is going into this podcast and growing mm-hmm. it and how to be creative and create good content. And I, I really do think that that area in our life is going to help us awesome. be more creative. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, so some of the benefits that I have noticed from being celibate is, um, almost like an inner peace. So I don't know if you remember, like it was a couple weeks ago, like maybe back, I don't know when shit, but, um, I called you and I was like, you know what friend today was like the first day that I went through my entire day without thinking about a man. I wasn't checking my phone looking to see if somebody had texted me. Like, I literally went through my entire day without thinking about a man. And it was a great day. It was a peaceful day. I was productive at work that day. Like, I got so much stuff done. I felt accomplished at the end of the day. And I was like, you know what? And it wasn't until I was on my drive home and I was like, hey, yo, shit. I ain't thought about a man at all day and I was like good job Kay also I feel like taking this time to myself and doing this whole celibacy journey I think that I'm preparing myself for my life partner one of my desires in life is to get uh, is to get married and to have a long-term partner um and I don't believe that you can really do that and have a true connection because people get married all the time and they're not necessarily ready to get married. They're not supposed to be married or whatever the case, but I don't think that you can really get that true soul connection with someone. If you haven't healed and you haven't done the work to fix yourself um, and, and work through all your baggage and all your shit, not to say that you're going to be perfect at any point, but you don't want to bring your shit into a relationship, you know? And so I feel like doing this and healing and and really working on myself is preparing me for my partner, whoever that is, whoever God has planned for me or whatever. Like, I think that this time is getting me ready. And so that's one of the benefits that I feel like, even though it's not there yet, even though I haven't gotten to that point yet, I'm, I'm getting ready. So... Yeah, so your journey can be completely different from the next person. So as long as you know your why and how you're going to get there, like don't let anybody deter you from making you feel as if it's stupid the way your your process of being celibate and the why behind it. Because I've heard people ask like, "Well, why are you doing it?" and you're not a virgin or you've already had sex with this person already. So why? Like Mm -hmm. it shouldn't matter why, like 
how I go about dealing with or processing my traumas or trying to better myself as a person, no matter the journey, if it's for the best, don't let people deter you from it. So just your process is your process and love me or leave me alone. So (laughs) (laughs) I love, love me or leave me alone. You choose. Yeah. So that's all I got for you though. You got anything else? That's it for me. Just the biggest name for this is to heal. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's really the main purpose of why celibacy is a part of my life right now. It's because I'm trying to heal, and I think that it's necessary for me to heal. And so, mm-hmm. do whatever, like you said, whatever works for you, whatever's best for you, do it. And Period. that's it. That. And that's on what Mary had a little lamb. Because I'm trying to be where the money reside. Okay. (laughs) That's it though, friend. Okay, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, If you enjoy, please like, share, subscribe on all social platforms. Instagram, Facebook, Apple, Spotify. All of them. You can even email. All of it. Even email us at youneedatherapistpod at gmail.com. Email us questions. If you got some offers for us, we're going to hate slide through in the emails. We'll check it. We'll hit y'all back or whatever. We do <laughs> plan to engage more with you guys on social media. So follow us everywhere. Period. Or but where? with that said, we will see you guys next week with another episode. Okay. Oh, so y'all have a good week. Bye. Bye.